Welcome to the Feminine Principle Podcast, heart-centered conversation for soul-centered women who are on a path of self-discovery. I'm your host, Nicola Lucy, shamanic practitioner, shadow and soul integration coach, and the creatrix behind the Feminine Principle, supporting women to redefine the relationship they have with themselves, others, and Mother Earth through the magic hidden in their unconscious. For more information, please visit thefeminineprinciple.com. On the show today, Veena is a yogini Ayurvedic practitioner who specializes in womb massage and who supports women in helping them return to wellness, balance, and their deep connection to self. So, welcome, Veena. Hello, hello, Nicola. Okay, so I would just um, like to ask you what kind of triggered you into your descent into your inner world? What was the catalyst that moved you into that depth of who you are? Um, so it, ha- it, it was a series of things and it took me kind of a good few years of, of kind of exploring and, you know, maybe just starting with like a, a women's circle because I felt I should, should be in one. And I guess what triggered that was because there was nowhere for me to go on the outside I'd kind of almost at that time exhausted all my options and I almost felt like I didn't want to create any more chaos <laughs> in my life anymore and everything could, had started to almost kind of gridlock and there was there was no room to just oh if I just do this then I could do that everything was just chaos <laughs> and I had to I had to find find room in myself to kind of get myself out of it. And so what was kind of the chaos? You mentioned the chaos. Yeah, so it, it, it was everything to like where I lived, my safety, um, how I was earning money, my job. It was very um, intertwined with my family. Um, and I, 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 I didn't at that time have harmonious happy balanced relationship with family and that combined living and money and business um all kind of gridlocked together um so that's kind of what triggered it and that was kind of playing out in my friendships and my relationship my intimate relationship as well and even like my the other work that you do like with with yoga and massage that's also kind of playing out and kind of filtering out into those as well and so kind of during that moment of chaos what were your biggest obstacles to move through it was really just the biggest obstacle for me at that time because i had my story of well this is what's happening to me and can you believe this is what's happened to me and was my own stories and my own not being able to get past my own stories of what's actually happened to me in my life and look what's happening to me and just not being able to close that down and getting past myself of of, of what you know well I guess maybe a victim or just very tied up in my stories yes I think that was the biggest one (laughs) 
And yes, so the story, so your personal story, your personal narrative. And so what, what emotions were you kind of experiencing at the time, which were really triggering this chaos in your life? It was just the, the anxiety, the fear, and, and the whole ungroundedness of not being able to kind of even remove myself from those stories even even put space between what, what's happening and just have a have a space between that and even just um feel okay with it I was it was just I was so attached to it because I couldn't let go because I didn't want to detach and just feel what was going on for, for me I, I that was yeah I was unable to do that and so those fears, um, kind of what was, what was your greatest fear at that time? It was just the, the, the enormity of it that day. It was all, it just, just facing the reality of how things were playing out and to some extent how I already knew <laughs> that what was going on, but I was just in denial. It was the fear, the anxiety and the helplessness and that kind of feeling exhausted and then then obviously then feeling very depressed and just that vicious cycle of not too scared to do anything because you're just like too much chaos and then trying to work out what to do which then leaves me exhausted and then I'm exhausted then feeling very flat yeah <laughs> and so that was kind of the repetitive cycle going round and round like the yeah. in the wheel yeah yeah and so then at some point, because you're an Ayurvedic practitioner, so you were already studying for, you were already doing your Ayurveda. Yeah. And you yeah. were already a yogini. Yeah. yeah. And so at some point you decided then to really go deeper, to engage in the trauma and the wounding and the conditioning and, and the patterns within self at some point. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I so I, I practiced yoga for many years and um, you know, taught yoga classes, and then I started um, studying Ayurveda. And um, I think that that whole process kind of gave me so much balance. <laughs> that started to give me so much balance, and I was able to kind of, oh, I can see why I have anxiety or. What, what, why I do the things I do and then I just just very simple things kind of just started to change the way I eat and the kinds of things I do so back then I would movement and then um, not thinking that would probably add to my anxiety that actually I need more rest and um, so and then just kind of that kind of gave me the tools of actually I, I can rest and it's it's okay to rest and um, that kind of thing and so at that at some stage you obviously became engaged with shadow work yeah yeah and um, yes so I, I think everything comes at the right time <laughs> and um, before I became engaged with like the shadow work um so I'd been just I had just been working with working with my anxiety to just be in my body um so just following the Ayurvedic um kind of principles for that and taking medicine 
Um, and then it was just through um, a friend who mentioned a, a course of yours. And then I was just really like the, the, the name was just something that really spoke to me. Um, and I think it's because of like, I, I really like women who run with the wolves and, you know, this kind of mother maiden crone and I, you know, I can see those aspects in myself, but I'd never really explored them. <laughs> and so that was, yes. Yeah, so we embarked on the journey for the maiden mother and crone together. And so working with those three archetypes and working with your shadow, yeah. for example, because also the shadow has, um, you know, when we talk about the shadow, it can still have a lot of dark kind of connotations surrounding it. But really the shadow work is just an inner work. It's just seeing those aspects of ourselves, which we can't really see ourselves. You know, we just need the mirror to reflect back. And so yeah. when you embarked on the Maiden, Mother and Crone, for example, kind of um, working with those three archetypes, which like you said, you know, the present within us as women, you know, physically and spiritually. So kind of how did those three archetypes start waking you up to the depth of who you are? Yeah, I, I, I really felt, I felt a lot of like magic <laughs> and alchemy just to, um, like you say, it's not like this like deep, dark shadow, but um, just, just to see aspects of myself um, and just know, just know that these kind of how, how my shadow for most of my life had been kind of playing out and that's how I'd been living my life. So to kind of come and meet them face to face and listen to their messages and um, their fears and their wounds um, it, it, I really felt like a, um, a magic actually for the first time in, in my own kind of like system and almost like an alchemy, like a, a magic kind of meeting them and kind of balancing them out. And so, so working with those archetypes um, then obviously led you into deeper work on a one-to-one -one level with me. Um, but those three archetypes have continued to be kind of like a foundation for you. Yeah, and not just in the work that we've done together, but in your own life. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I, I know like um, like those archetypes. I, I can be more. You know, they still can be in their shadow, and I'm and I'm more. Um, I can recognise the ones that I'm in. I like the like the mother. My, my, my own mother is always a big. It's taken me a, a long time, even when I did like the first mother maiden crone I was unable to kind of have a dialogue with my mother there was just nothing really there and it's only kind of and up until recently when I did the the um the shadow work with you that actually the weight of my word and feeling I could really have I could really um mother myself it actually meant meant something um whereas before it was just complete rejection of that aspect of myself that I was unable to really mother myself and hold myself and trust myself so that, that I think that was the, the biggest one of me having that dialogue and it actually I actually that it actually meant something and it felt something and it held some weight like for me I always needed it from outside always need somebody else to kind of just 
here's a cup of tea and you're okay but if I said that to myself it, it meant nothing there wasn't there was nothing in me that would kind of pick up on that or resonate with 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 myself kind of soothing myself in any way and so that's really interesting because the mother so in your own story you know the mother was kind of invisible to you that was the aspect of yourself which was in your shadow and yeah. therefore by engaging with it you were yes. able to work yes. with her again and yes. feel her yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that. That's right, and that's what I say. What I mean by like the magic and the um, the alchemy of of having a session or a series of sessions and working on a particular um, um, kind of shadow and how much it kind of then changes everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, it does change everything slowly but surely, and it's yeah. the alchemical reaction absolutely it does feel like that and it's I feel that I've got the um the space to choose it almost like ah oh, it's happening again and and kind of putting together the pieces and just that little bit of space and that bit of choice and awareness and that's when the alchemy kind of happens and you're just like oh it could be very small, but it, it has such a ripple effect. I, I feel it in my body, like I can have that dialogue with myself and how that kind of stops me from make, doing something else, maybe then, you know, trying to soothe myself in another way with another connection perhaps. So it saves me from all of that. But then I also notice by me having that kind of dialogue with myself, how it filters out. And also how, how much, it, for me, it's balanced my relationship with my mother, my, my birth mother as well, yeah. Okay, so yes, yeah, so the, and the bringing in the awareness and the self-discovery has really helped to, that's been your whole rebalancing kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. How else has the shadow work helped you to redefine the relationship with yourself? yeah um it's relationship to myself i feel i've got a safe i'm in a safe place with myself that i can just allow for me to learn more about me um there's parts of me that i'm just kind of picking up from when i was like younger a young girl and i feel those other parts are kind of integrating or i'm remembering um, um, also parts of when I was in my 20s where I was still you know quite wobbly but still kind of had kind of well I thought I knew where I was going so there's there's her as well that I'm picking up with as well so all different aspects of, of, of myself that I'm just um, integrating and just kind of um, really getting a sense of who I am and then obviously, because I'm older now, it's, it's really just feeling into really what, what feels aligned now. And it's, and it's always, always changing. So um, just having that, just being open to kind of feeling what's, what's right. And, um, and also knowing a big part of it is that I'm still really discovering who I am or, or being able to be really honest about who I am. Yes, and owning who you are. 
yeah yeah and yeah and just feeling I've got the space and I and almost it sounds like I've got the capacity to do that with with myself yeah and so you're kind of making friends with yourself again all these different aspects of yourself which are coming up absolutely yeah yeah whereas I'd kind of before I'd push them down and be like well that doesn't fit that that's that that's just going to be too complicated <laughs> um whereas now it's like oh I can you know there's there's all different aspects of of me um so yeah and so how has that kind of helped you redefine the relationship that you had with the anxiety and with the blockages that you found in the beginning yeah and and it's very um it's very subtle um so i i can notice when when i feel off slightly you know like my own little just i can just feel it very subtly in my system and um you know that there is a thing of oh i should just go and have a cup of tea and um just relax or, or what you know take 10 minutes to myself but i am now able to just oh that that conversation with somebody really left me feeling there was something that I didn't say or that was lingering or I just didn't really speak up for myself or I just went on along with a situation and I can kind of spot what you know how it's kind of left me feeling and then what it's bringing up in me so I'm kind of be able to almost kind of track that and think oh that's that's because of that although I know she didn't mean it like that, but it's just how it made me feel and it's bringing up all this other stuff uh, for me. So um, it's kind of given me um, that I don't have to have that anxiety. And again, it's that space of just like, oh, actually I've got a choice now. Of um, You know, and I know very early on in the sessions, you said you've got a choice. And I was just, and I was just thinking, I don't even remember I have a choice when I'm triggered and when I'm just it's full moon and everything is you know I don't remember I have a choice that's not something I remember um and and now it's not a case that I think oh I remember I have a choice it's more that I have space in my body and I guess in my mind to really just oh, what's what's going on and then kind of be more present with myself yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, really beautiful. And so how has the shadow work, how has that internal journey helped you to redefine your relationship with others? Yes, it's, it's, I think it's definitely, um, it, again, it's really subtle. It, it's not like a big, well, I've just done shadow work, so therefore I can't do this, I can't do that. It's just like a natural kind of, um, kind of balancing out and you know I, I had the um like the usual things I you know I'd, I'd be exhausted in any kind of relationship or I'd be the one that would be maybe just overextending myself far too much or these kinds of things I just feel um I have relationships and I have a, a real sense of who I am and you know I don't always always get it right and I can again still feel like oh like the anxiety but then I notice it's it's because I've kind of tipped the balance and kind of forgotten about myself and able to just think oh that's what that was and just kind of kind of look at the thread and kind of where it, it goes but it's really helped me kind of um 
give me balance in relationship. Um, it's allowed me to be in relationship <laughs> with others rather than me just trying to mother and control everything. And it's, um, it's helped me kind of get a sense of what I'm looking for in, in relationship because, um, I guess maybe when I was younger, it was just that I had to be in relationship with something or someone because I just couldn't be by myself. Whereas now it's actually, well, what are my needs in relationships and, um, you know, what feels good and, um, what doesn't. So, um, yeah. And it's actually being able to receive, <laughs> being able to receive in relationships, which is nice. <laughs> And so these are really, really interesting concepts because, you know, you spoke a little bit there about the mother, you know, wanting to mother and wanting to control. And then the beginning of the journey, you know, you were talking about not seeing your own internal mother. And so yeah. it's interesting how that mother archetype um, has gone from being completely ignored and non-existent um, to recognizing her shadow side of being controlling and wanting to mother and step in and help everybody else. And now kind of coming into the opposite, you know, the opposite side of the polarity and saying, okay, well, wait a second, what are my needs? How do I nurture myself? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, I've, I've never been able to kind of maintain that balance. And you know, we can read all the books, all the great books out there of, you know, what are boundaries and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But um I, I don't know from the head it's something different but when you kind of feel it in your system like the you might feel all oh, the little bit of the anxiety or the little bit of like oh I'm feeling a bit flat and then and then if you can trace it back then it, it it's it's like a compass isn't it like a gauge you, you tune into it more and you start to respect it and honor it as well yes it's that internal navigator yeah yeah and, and so you mentioned their boundaries Mm. And so how has it helped you to kind of reinforce your own boundaries, respecting your own space while being in relationship with others? Well, for someone who hasn't, hadn't, not, not knowingly, but had much uh, respect for boundaries um, for my own space, being because of just too anxious to even know or just wanting to control and fix other people um it really has it I kind of went through a phase of um with the shadow work of almost <laughs> um in a really gentle way of just really gently just pushing everything away just to kind of feel what my boundary feels like what it actually feels like to be by myself and it was almost kind of like a play of actually just pushing everything away and um, starting again <laughs> and um, just feeling what a boundary could feel like, what, you know, what, what it would feel like to be in relationship with someone and not giving and having lots of space and um, just keeping to those boundaries. Yeah. And so it's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, expanding into that boundaryless place yeah. while understanding what our boundaries are, it's kind of like that's the space of the unknown because we don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've never like, 
again from my head if I you know listen to I don't know a podcast or a book I'd be like these are the boundaries and you know this is what you've got to do and it's like that would absolutely terrify me that would just actually traumatize me and be like no I can't do that that's just just um but because it was coming from my body or um this internal navigation I could really see I just did it I just did it with love as well not just um cold and this is my boundary and you're doing this it wasn't that it was also understanding how I've also contributed to to, to the dynamic and actually I'm, I'm, I'm just changing stepping back or changing how I relate to this but it was really coming from my body or an internal kind of feeling of you know and feeling into this sense of like this is me and this is you um but again like from the body <laughs> yeah. yeah and so experiencing that place of that of the unknown so you have that you've created that safe space and that internal navigator strong within your body how did that make you feel to really experience that um surprisingly it was really effortless like before it would they would i would have guilt you know like oh well i'm just not helping people and i'm you know like guilt and and all, all sorts of things but actually surprisingly it it it, it maybe through the sessions it was just a build up of maybe clearing things out that I could actually start to take room for, for myself when I didn't want to hide. So it was actually really natural. It was just a natural kind of expanding almost. It, it felt like, um, yeah, so it's not as daunting as maybe if I just did it like from my mind, which is like, well, I know this is really causing me trouble and I'm, you know, I, uh, but to do it in, in this particular way, there was a kind of a real deep feeling and it was just a natural kind of an expression, really. And so how, you know, talking about being in the body, mm. so when you look back at your journey, you know, maybe two or three years before, yeah. and being in all of the anxiety and the overwhelm, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> and in the patterns and in the old story. And then yeah. suddenly to find yourself in this place of expansion in that boundaryless with boundaries place, which is yeah. now with inside, but feeling rooted in your body. Yeah. Because yeah. also you're a yogini, you know, one of the principles of being a yogini or be doing yoga is by being in the body. And yet the, the story, the internal story keeps us trapped in the head. So kind yeah. of how did you experience that shift? It's, um, it's been, um, you know, it's, it's just been such a journey because, you know, like many people who practice yoga, I was just any yoga class, I'll be there. And it was, and then really through my own understanding of Ayurveda, um, actually the damage I was causing myself because I was just, yeah, I was moving my body, but it wasn't with my body and I wasn't with my mind. And it was, I was just using my body to get away from myself, really, to distract myself from my body. So even in that, like, um, and again, it was a natural, natural thing. I think even like with the, like the shadow work and Ayurveda, um, you can be told um, and, you know, somebody can come to me for advice and I'll be like, well, perhaps you should stop 
running it, it, if someone tells you that you're not going to do it until you kind of something starts changing in your body um then you're like oh actually I don't I don't think I need to run anymore <laughs> and it was the same for me I I kind of um stopped practicing such vigorous athletic yoga and it just became more and more gentle and it was much more kind of energetic more kind of connecting with my heart and my womb and just gentle movement and breath and just awareness and more kind of ayurvedic kind of wellness and massage and just creating like a just, just kind of really being really rooted and, and grounded um and then that kind of just took me to a space where I wasn't really practicing any kind of um you know like formal practice of yoga but it was just more kind of connection and breath more breath gentle breath and rest and again Ayurveda and um really and then that's kind of when I thought ah oh, this is really yoga <laughs> for me it was like ah oh, this is yoga where you can your your senses become so sharp because you can stay so rooted in your body and but still have a connection with other people but also observe what's going on and also have that choice so that I just found you know the Ayurveda and the shadow work this whole thing about being having space and being rooted in your body and balance this whole getting away from good and bad and balance but they just work so well together and so how was that kind of, you, you touched upon, uh, you know, coming from that uh, yogic background and then also the Ayurveda, but how is the, how is the shadow work and that, well, your own internal process exploring who you are on the inside and making friends with all these hidden parts of yourself? How has that now helped you to redefine your relationship with your work and the work that you've come here to do? Yeah. It, and again, it's um, about being, um, really honest with myself about um really aligning to, to to my gifts and my magic my magic and my my medicine for, for the world or, or women um it's really taken a different form um so i guess people may have always known me as you know doing all the, the yoga classes in um you know community halls and um, dance studios whereas now it's much more um softer and much more intuitive <laughs> and much more just kind of stay, staying staying with the body and just using much more subtle practices whether it's yoga or ayurveda to to kind of just kind of stay stay with myself and kind of teaching that to other women yeah and so you also do womb massage yes yeah so kind of how has that kind of helped you expand um, through your own inner journey and this deep connection back to your body and being in your heart, being in Absolutely. your womb? Yeah. How has that expanded into, into womb massage? Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I had like a real fascination w with the womb massage. And um, so I, I've had it done, obviously, on, on myself. And I just found the whole process of just, again, just landing back into my body and really kind of, Again, this navigation system just kind of re, re kind of twisting or kind of recalibrating, and just my intuition becoming really strong, and my senses becoming 
very sharp and just clearing out anything that's kind of stopping the intuition or the, the trusting and you know the senses so again I found that very um very nurturing as well um but also very kind of empowering just coming back to your own intuition and your own center yeah and also I should imagine you know with wound massage especially because we hold a lot of our trauma in the womb you know there uh, from not just from this lifetime but from Mm. generations ago and so and to work on that level with other women must be an extremely um, empowering and quite rewarding yeah yeah and it's um i mean even through my own experience of of having the the womb massage and which i like to have regularly there's some things that i just you know that could be a direct experience that i've had um but sometimes i feel it's more like my mother's um kind of flavor and feeling or in my kind of maternal line it's it, it can run so deep and um and again with with women who who have it, it it that they come forward for the womb massage because they 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 instinctively know that they need it or that there's something in there for them and that they can have it for various reasons and it's not just the classic i'm trying to have a baby it, it can be for lot, lots of different things um which which the, the the body i think almost urging them to come back to their center something has happened to them there's um sexual or not sexual that's kind of that they've lost their intuition or, or some kind of guidance in in themselves and they're kind and then that's why they they would have like massage just to kind of come back to themselves and so kind of how does that work um so as the practitioner, you know, doing the womb massage for, for, for women and so and also opening your own internal navigation system and feeling all that intuition and that acuteness come through. Um, does that kind of help you? Does the shadow work also help you to help them kind of redefine their relationship with their body, depending on kind of what's coming to the surface for them, what they are healing in that moment? absolutely because i think it helps to um and then obviously well if you get a treatment or a massage you, you can feel you know what they're going through and maybe what's coming through for them um it kind of helps to ground what, what's going on because it could be you know like I'm, and we're all like that all women oh this sounds really funny but I don't think it was anything to do with me I think it's something to do with my mum or my auntie and it's going to sound really funny and I had a dream about it and you know you know all, all the things that women do and we think oh isn't that funny and it kind of helps to kind of ground all that and just kind of bring it all together yeah. And, it's, and it makes sense without it being really overwhelming. <laughs> yes, and this is really beautiful because this is the magic of the kind of feminine principle. It's everything that is connected. You know, even though we think yeah. that it sounds so stupid and, you know, okay, I had a dream, but, you know, dreams have got nothing to do with it, but yet it's everything to do with everything. So it's really beautiful how you explain that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so coming yeah. home to the body and, and understanding you know and i think this is also really important is understanding when the energy is not ours 
because again that gives that's right. women permission to understand that's that actually we're carrying stuff which is not ours and it's okay to now let go of it yeah and and i think that that's massive and even in like my own shadow work i was like oh this isn't even mine and but it also kind of gave me the, the space to clear that but also realizing how sensitive i am i can be around somebody and you know go home and and, I, and i'll wake up in the night having nightmares and stuff and thinking why am i having these nightmares they've got nothing to do with me and i'll speak to the person after a few days and i'll be like oh how did you sleep that day and they're like oh i had these awful nightmares and, uh, and i'm just and you realize actually this isn't even mine and then you just develop an honoring of yourself of what's yours what's not and how sensitive we are as men yeah and so this is also really interesting because again it's the boundaries you know it's yeah. not just the boundaries with other people but also the boundaries of saying well this i've been carrying this energy for a long time and therefore it's up to me to respect now my own internal cauldron and yeah yeah reinforce yeah. that boundary and say no this is my space mm -hmm. you're not welcome yeah. here anymore thank you yeah yeah and it's twofold like for me it's um learning how sensitive i am but also where i've kind of when I was younger, maybe from my own survival and wanting to survive, I would go over my boundaries because I wanted to feel connected <laughs> to, 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 to people in relationships with everyone. So I would take everything on because I want to feel connected and I definitely didn't want to feel myself. So yeah, so even having that with myself, and so that, um, you know, being the empath, absorbing the energy, because also as, as children, we naturally absorb energy because we're so open. But yeah. then as we step into, you know, understanding that we are empaths and therefore we're like sponges. Absolutely. Yeah. And as women, you know, we go through those rites of passage through the menarche and then obviously through childbirth, whether we're mothers or not. Um, so all the time we are constantly um, receiving energy which is not ours that's right yeah yeah and so when you're working with the women especially in womb massage and also in ayurveda i should imagine but yeah. helping them to also understand and respect their own boundaries yes absolutely yeah and it's it and it's just having those conversations about um you know the whole thing of i know it sounds really funny but i i just when i'm when this happens i feel this and i'm not sure why this happens and it, is it because of that person and it's really just understanding like getting allowing women to understand um how receptive we are but also not feeling like victims in that like oh i've just got to push everyone away and everyone's you know out to get me and just really kind of understanding that f the the principle of being feminine of, of what it really is and how we really can be and just the care around that as well yeah yeah it's extraordinary and beautiful work yeah mm -hmm. and so um so through your the you know the yoga the ayurveda the womb massage the shadow yeah. work having this expansion of self-awareness and this space within yourself and this deep connection back with the body yeah being, being present within it yeah <laughs> kind of how has that aligned um with 
with mother nature how has that helped you to mm. redefine your relationship with mother with, with mother nature with the earth with the planet with the ecosystem yeah absolutely um yeah i i you know before i got into this work there wasn't really um there wasn't like a deep honoring to, to mother nature um um lots of reasons it was because the, the the lack of trust of being able to trust in something deeper bigger invisible <laughs> that that than me um and also just i i also think in my how i was then was more kind of actually just taking <laughs> taking from from mother nature and not really not really being with mother nature or life or yeah actually taking from life maybe for my own survival um whereas now there's like a, and i think really how it's through the, through the through this work and and i kind of offer it through you know the womb massage and even the ayurveda because it's all it's all about life and being connected to life is just the the, the deep yeah surrendering <laughs> surrender and just bowing down to, to to life and being with life and it's really kind of yeah it's really kind of um opened my heart to to mother nature and just yeah that we're all connected and we're all here and you know in these dynamics and with, there's a way that we can just be together and just in that kind of compassionate space but um it's definitely opened up this kind of deep kind of heart with with, with mother nature which i and also being able to kind of rest with her with it which i haven't had before it's always been like it's just me and if mother nature has forgotten about me i'm not part of mother nature kind of thing so it's to feel included <laughs> and part of it yeah and so again that's really interesting that thread going from you know the beginning of the conversation which was you know not no not being aware of the mother the internal mother through sitting with the mother learning boundaries and then coming back into right relationship with mother earth and sitting Absolutely. with her yeah it's really beautiful to to hear yeah. and to witness that that story of the mother yeah through your entire existence absolutely yeah 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 it was it, you know and it's yeah i get i guess yeah like how we started off and it's always been when we started off always had the fixation of my narrative with my mother with my birth mother and there was nothing else to to kind of look at you know there wasn't there wasn't a me in that there wasn't kind of like the the kind of you know the bigger the bigger offering the bigger mother there was there was nothing there was just that my fixation about what's happened and but now it's yeah much more much more fluid and much more open and my heart's open to it all yeah it's extraordinary so it's kind of like the you know, becoming, going from the self and, you know, the patterns and, you know, all the stuff we get trapped in, in that internal story to coming into self. Absolutely. And then through that expansion of self. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, really beautiful. And it's, and it's really kind of, um, 
you know, the, the journey happened at the right time because it's really kind of given me a deep to, to be able to hold women in that depth. Um, I don't think I would have been able to because my own capacity to hold myself and my own stories were, were, were quite limited. So to be able to hold women now is is just it's bigger it's bigger than me so it's um you know they have that space now with me through that so yeah yeah <laughs> and also i'm really glad that you mentioned that because it is about the container you know and i always refer to it That's as a true. container but um and i know in my own journey I, I needed to have that strong container to feel that strong container to be able to then hold others Absolutely. And so it's really interesting that, you know, this has been, it's one of the foundations of my work, but that you've experienced it. And not only just from, from experiencing um, yourself, but experiencing also, also that expansion within the container and how now you're able to hold space for others. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's um, holding the space, but holding the, the unknown and also knowing that actually, <laughs> There's, there's not a manual <laughs> with this and it's just the space and, and whatever can come or, or goes is, is okay. It's, we're just going to see what happens and the, and the kind of, um, well, for me, it, was, it had always been about the control. I need to know what's going to happen because I can't just let go and just being able to just let go and just be connected to myself and just, just, seeing what happens and having that space and then it gives um women the chance to really connect with themselves and align and deepen into their own intuition and their own feeling of um what's right or how how they're gonna move forward or align um yeah and so that's also the sense of safety Yes. You know, so when we, um, so, you know, you talked about not feeling safe. You know, this was one of the reasons why you entered into this deeper journey of yourself, but then also expanding into that space, allowing others to feel safe within your presence because you're holding that container for them to explore themselves. Absolutely. That's yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not something, um, I mean, you can say you're safe, but to feel safe is another thing like the body knows like oh I'm safe I can just you know express however I want to express and feel safe and it not you know upset the other person and um yeah it's definitely um huge I think in, in this kind of with the Ayurveda the massage just to have that container of safety actually of because you almost kind of dive into a different place like a different <laughs> like a different dimension and it's um the safety and if it's safe then i think you can go deeper yes. or just allow for for whatever yeah. yeah yes allow for whatever to come to the surface yeah it's to come to the surface yeah like we're not trying to be like right we need to get here and do this just just whatever's going to come up yeah and so to allow, it's like the, allowing the body to talk. Absolutely, yeah. Not the head. Allow, yeah, allow the body to talk. And, and the more time we give, and I've noticed even myself, the, the more I 
become more experienced in allowing my body to talk the answers are there they just need to kind of come together they just need the space just to kind of come together and think oh actually yeah this this is what it is yeah really lovely and so okay so what are the biggest insights or the or the greatest um piece of information or wisdom that you can share with other women on this path who want to who either know what shadow work is who want to dive into shadow work who are on that cusp of diving in I think it's the the biggest takeaway for me is like and we all know it like the answers are within but really to to create that um um magic and that alchemy yourself or with life and come out of your own patterns and habits and align to really what what really serves you or discover what really serves you it's been so powerful because it's such a gentle process but it's so powerful and and you know really to experience that magic and that alchemy and you're doing it yourself from your own body and your own messages your dreams and people coming into your life and just working it all out it's you become like um just just kind of a master in 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 your own life and you just it's definitely um a, a journey if you're looking to deepen your relationship with yourself and really break down those patterns and the things that you can't see in yourself and the things that maybe you haven't really um want to experience or be truthful with yourself about it gives you the mind is like gonna be like no I can't do that was too much but actually once the body knows it can speak it's it's much more gentle and not as bad (laughs) as it feels and it's a process so yeah yes giving ourselves permission permission yeah and just giving yourself the permission to kind of give yourself that space to integrate and feel and actually know your power actually no no really feel your power like oh yeah it's not that person actually it's just something that just keeps them playing out and I can put a stop to this very simply and just knowing your power and owning it yes because that's essentially what it is you know um like with your own journey excuse me letting go of the internal story that keeps you stuck and in all that old kind of patterning then stepping into your own power and saying well wait a second i i have a choice yeah and i can choose to step into this relationship with myself from a conscious place but allow the body to talk rather than the mind absolutely absolutely Yeah. yeah Well, that's really beautiful, Vina. Thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. It's been Thank a you. real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Feminine Principle podcast. If you have enjoyed listening and received value from this episode, then please consider supporting the work to create a circle of reciprocal generosity. The link is below with love and gratitude.